This is Savanting the Idiot. I'm Sensational Sense. And I'm Death Metal Douglas. Like I was saying earlier about the horoscope thing, there was uh, in the Broward New Times, there was a um, there was a, a section with horoscopes, but it was a total uh, parody, like a okay. satire on right. horoscopes. Like it was a woman's name, and um, she would say stuff like, um, by the end of the week, your car will be total. Jesus. Your kid's going to hate your guts. Another fucking curse type Your wife thing. is going to turn a generic, into a lesbian. A generic curse. And, and it was, <laughs> not it was hysterical. Specific. It's not personal. This is not personal. I'm just saying. These were so funny. And all these hippie assholes started writing and complaining because I thought the shit was funny as fuck all. Yeah. This is like around in and around the time I was on the a cover of New Times. But they had these, yeah. yeah. And I found out later Not that on he, that he's throwing that in subliminally. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, Let's I'm, take I'm, a time I'm, to take talk about that. It Doug was, was on the cover of New Times. <laughs> when did that happen, Doug? Let's oh, 2004. 2004. Yeah, November. And how did that come about? Oh, um, that's for another story. I'm just actually. asking. This uh, is, give us a date. Like, uh, oh, um, not well, just a date, but you said 2004, but. Oh, well, it was in November of 2004. And we'll put a link in that in and, the description um, later yeah. on. You'll see Doug yeah. in all his death metal glory on the, on the cover of New Times. It was a great picture, I might add. Yeah, not No funny. sarcasm. They took it off the no, website because, you know, that's what they do. And, yeah. and I, I went over that in your opinion, before. Yeah. Why, did you, why do you think they took it off oh, the website? Oh, because back? they're trying to purge straight white guys. Okay, and I say that. Being a humble Latino, you know, so it's not, that's why I, I said if we I'm do not like taking, a, if I'm we not get on the cover of New Times, I have to wear a dress and have a beard <laughs> because you're not white. You don't have to. That's Always. going off the beaten path. Where I was just trying to bring them in, yeah. you know, how you ended up on the cover of New Times. But you're right. We'll we'll take that up in another podcast and and but, and, and, and you know deep dive a little bit further yeah, into yeah, how that I probably have some good stories about of that. Of course. But I just don't they're not in my head right now. Yeah. But what I was getting what back to what I was getting back to was the uh, <laughs> zombie. Go on. <laughs> oh the is that the cranberries? Of course. <laughs> the cranberries. <laughs> no, I remember I, I had it, I was don't, in a record. Don't let me sidetrack yeah. you. Just keep focused up. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah I found out that that pseudonym, uh-huh. the woman that was writing for the New Times with the um, the, the horoscope, the horoscope scope that she was getting death threats mm-hmm. through, it was actually a, a music writer named Jake Klein, because we were I, I did a couple little uh, emails to him, or you know I commented on one of his posts, mm-hmm. and I mentioned something about the horoscopes and New Times and how funny they were, and that yeah. I wish they were going on for longer. And mm-hmm. I don't, and I was like, "Do you know who the woman is that wrote that?" He goes, "Yeah, I know. It was me." I'm like, "But you're a guy." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Yeah, I had I'm to the guy like was a that woman. you called woman." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because I was going to yeah. the source, not knowing who, yeah, that course. it was that person. You're that trying wrote to get that. to the yeah. bottom of this. <laughs> he gave like, the mark. Like, um, you know, he's, Scooby-Doo. He's pretty- it was <laughs> you un- unmasked. You know, I ran into him at a Wilco show a few years back. He seems like a pretty nice guy, but he 
I, I got off the wrong foot with him because I read one of his reviews. He said the Mars Volta were terrible. Oh, you know what he said? Shit. Right oh, get away. This. Like, uh, yeah, you, thought, yeah, that's I'd a big X to, mark. Big exactly, black mark. Exactly. Right away, I was like, I don't even <laughs> want to hear the rest of this story. Well, Sacrilege. It's, it's going to be like Sacrilege. one sentence long, blasphemy. so let me finish. It is blasphemy. blasphemy. <laughs> he, he said, and this is all I remember from the interview because okay. I don't want to remember the rest of it. No, but Or the on. review that he I, wrote. He said that they were like... I don't want to listen to uh, Rush and metal and this, that, and the other. First of all, they oh, don't so sound what, anything he, like Rush. Wait, and there's no, they're not metal at all. So he was, he you said know they why? were Rush and metal. I get why he says that because he's saying the lead singer, his name, if you will, um, Cedric, uh, exactly, Blixer, whatever well, it is, Cedric. You, the, yeah, he's Cedric. trying to claim that he's in the same. Vocal category as Getty Lee. Getty yeah. Lee. So I get that. That makes and sense. Then, and then he's trying High to say, vocals. you know, you, you they do go in metal, but at the same time, I'm surprised that he didn't he didn't reference them as Santana. You know, because a yeah, lot of Santana yeah. King Crimson. Because There's you can a hear that. Of, and they were in an emo band yeah. before that. They were at the drive-in, so he didn't reference yeah. any of that so either. M- motherfucker, you don't even know how to sling a good insult because yeah. you can't even analyze them. For what they are, I'm like a but fan, that, and I can actually. That's nothing. Break what them they apart. sound like. I had that first yeah. album when it came out, and I was like, "You freaking fool!" There is no metal <laughs> in the guitar sound at all. It's all noisy and. How is he gonna say metal? I mean, there's shit. no metal. It's almost the last element. I'm not saying there, you it's can. It's not even a element in their sound. <laughs> that's. But I'm not writing it off. You're going to the next extreme, and you're you're making that claim. You're like saying they can. He, he, you know he can't. There might be a couple that albums that have more. I haven't heard every note of their music. There's one or yeah. two albums, three Which albums. Which is being I might an honest heard. take. Yeah. You're like, well, maybe. Yeah, they put out maybe 3, something slipped in five by years. <laughs> that that did sound metal, and maybe that was the only album this motherfucker listened to because obviously the, it no. Was but he was reviewing the first album. I had that album too, and it was like and, I didn't see any of that at all. You what know. an asshole. Yeah, he, he just what a really... Yeah, what a douche. I, uh, yeah, it was total douche. And, like and I yet, said, douchebaggery. And the thing that really <laughs> kills me about it is, is even with that, I was nice to him, gave him the benefit of doubt, and then he fucking unfriended me on Facebook, like, I don't know, about a year ago or something. Yeah, Another, well, good I, riddance. New, new, new I mean, times shit, people you should have done it really, before he did it to you. Well, the thing Fuck was, that is, I, before I ever met him or talked to him, I knew about that review, and it, um, and it was always in the back of my head. All right. But I, I ran into him at a Wilco show uh, in 2012, and we had a good conversation. So I I didn't see it at a point to start attacking him I over something yeah. I didn't like. I was like, you know, I yeah, could write well, a letter to him. I'll do that that way. You are way, being but not a logical person where you can actually hear somebody else's opinion, and it doesn't trigger you, even though you might have an emotional connection to a certain band. You're not like, oh, my God, what I'm going to kill you. Where's my machete at? What the? I'm just gonna break this bottle and fucking slash your oh, goddamn artery. Oh man, when I went artery, when I lived in Atlanta, there was all these crybabies yeah. and bands. If Jeff Clark gave him a bad review, they would go corner him in a club. I'm like, don't corner that guy at a club. Fucking write to him. Yeah, he's out having a good time, trying to have a beer, picking up chicks just the same way you are. But you want to like go up to him and like confront him because you like what he wrote. Fanatics. It's like do that, you know. Write him a letter, but don't fucking get into people's personal space over that shit. No, I agree. That's why I didn't want to fuck with Jake over that because. You know, he's, you know, because he you're up, a he sensible came, person. He came up to me and started talking to me real nice. And I was yeah. like, well, cool, you know. But he was asking me about Jeremiah. And I was like, well, yeah, Jeremiah was, he was, he looked cool, but he didn't drum so good. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. And then <laughs> exactly. we'll leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
man. But, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, Jake Klein, I mean, I, I still I have to give him props for that fake horror score uh-huh. thing, though. I mean, that's genius. I can forgive any music review that he wrote because that I got so much satisfaction because they were he was totally taking a shit in the mouth of all the people that read horoscopes and take them seriously yeah so that was just uh, well like like i said yeah. i mean <laughs> it, there's a reason why horror is like a pretense in the, sc- in the before scope, the scope. <laughs> he, well he he literally brought that out with the column he got death threats over that or at least, i yeah. remember reading because they used to put new letters in the new times they stopped doing that a long long time ago okay probably in like 2007 or so or whatever um when it was still the broward new times but they would always have the letters section uh-huh. and um that column got like a hate letter every single week like one or two <laughs> To three mm. hate letters, and it was just like, I want to meet this woman. I want, you know, well, this one, me two. and Amor were engaged, so I wasn't going to cheat on her with with this this woman that was writing the column. But I was like, damn, if I ever break up with Amy, I want to, I know yeah. who I want to date. If I, it's if a I, guy. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> it turns out to be a guy. Talk about bait and switch. And you're like, you're, then you're like conflicted. You're like, if you ever saw that fucking. Uh, <laughs> Saturday Night Live skit. It's like Hans and Franz are supposed to be tough guys, and they're like, "I'm Hans, I'm Franz, and we're here to pump you up." And there was one episode where they had Patrick Swayze on it, right? And then, oh, and yeah. and then Hans, I guess Franz, you know, Hans is like analyzing Patrick Swayze. He's like, "Look at him, and look at he's so firm. Look at his buttocks and blah blah blah." And then Hans, like, like literally, he's like in his own world, like going on in this imagination with Patrick Swayze and all of a sudden you see Hans with Patrick Swayze on a goddamn horse <laughs> and, <he's laughs> like, and you hear this fucking fruity music and all that and then he's like why is why is Hans doing this to me it's it's almost <laughs> the confliction you were going through right there exactly <laughs> I, it's funny I didn't find that out until like I think it was like two years ago or a year and a half ago yeah. and it was like you know it's, it's like, like, wow, so you're the one that wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. Yeah, the first person I ask about it, and they are the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who was that girl? Ah, uh, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I am that girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's so funny because he probably would hate some of the stuff that I watched uh, from our last podcast when I went home all baked and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, yeah. We, I mentioned something about Genesis. She said you don't like watching two drummers play at the same time but you might oh that was your, before the show because yeah uh, yeah you might change your he, opinion on this though he and i, I were talking not. about you know certain projects and stuff like that and he was like yeah two drummers and that, that and then you know he was talking about genesis because you said that genesis phil, phil collins Con- well they got the um chester thompson yeah um, he's always that. playing drums throughout the entire concert so there was concert. two drummers there but and, phil and, collins would sing for a while and then he would go behind the and drums and start in. playing and, and i wanted course. to see Phil playing by himself, but you have to look at the Peter Gabriel era. You'll see him playing drums by himself. Sledgehammer! But yeah. anyway. Uh, but That's a total Stevie Wonder ripoff, I always thought. <laughs> Think about Superstition. Song, though, well, right? Superstition I, by Stevie video, Wonder. But listen to them back to back. Superstition uh-huh. by Stevie Wonder. And then listen to Sledgehammer. You could, they're, 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 they're a little too similar <laughs> for my taste. You know? I, you know what? I never thought of that until right now, but even though I think you're right, I still, I still. We could do a whole so, episode yeah. later on on the ripoff songs. I'll come. I'll we come up should. With a list. You know. No, that'll be in a, like a whole hour. Yeah. Not now. There's a yeah, lot to there's talk a bunch. about. There's a bunch. 
No, I've got you hear them every day. I was talking to my wife the other day, and we were hearing some song, and and it, it sounded like a Madonna riff off. Not that I'm a big Madonna fan of following oh, her is through it, all is her it life. The Lady Gaga, um, Born This Way, which is a that's rip-off. one that's of them. The one, that's one of that's the riff off. That's one of them. But there was somebody else just recently. This brand new song I heard. I was like listening to Power ninety six or whatever it was, driving with my wife or whatever, and I was like, this is a total fucking rip off. But uh, all that that's to like say, a big industry at this point. Exactly, recycling and and making yeah. money off yeah. the same and, product. And it's a no brainer. Hollywood does that with movies. Too, it's a so no brainer because you you're like, of course it's gonna make a hit. It made a hit the first fucking time, so you know. But then all you gotta do people, is people get is, wary of that shit after yeah. a while, though. I mean, you can do it once or twice, but I don't know. Maybe you can do it a bunch of times. Of yeah, people well, once or twice is all you need. You know, yeah. think of no, the, but it's the span like, of know. years between. Well, one, I've got a yacht and now. I want to buy my own island, so I have to come up with another hit that sounds just like that one. And, exactly. And, but this one didn't make the money, so I can't get the island. But I still got the eighty million dollar yacht. God damn. <laughs> and, and just you mentioning that. Shaq. Was it Shaq? <laughs> Who had the $80 million yacht? I saw that online. You saw it too, probably. No, it was no. But Michael Jordan had the $80 million yacht. I mean, I'll name a couple uh, honorable mentions right now. Mm-hmm. Here's one for you. Um, that's what I like about you, the Romantics. Okay. And then guess the ripoff song is John Cougar Mellencamp. R-O-C-K in the U.S. There you have it. Same fucking song. And go on. And it goes on and on yeah, and on. And we'll, we'll, we'll save it. Put a pin in that. What's Barracuda next? with <laughs> with Barracuda with... Um, um, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Heart with Barracuda is ripping off Led Zeppelin with Achilles' Last Stand. Oh. I didn't... When I first heard Achilles' Last Stand, it was on the radio in the 90s. I was like, but why, that does, Barracuda Heart, why song. does Heart's song... Why does Hart's song sound like Robert Plant is singing? Because it wound up being Led Zeppelin. Yeah, they stole those rhythms. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, um, but shit, the drum I love that sh- fucking drum- Barracuda. I love well, that song. Well, then listen to Killy's Last Stand and off the present album. The cadence of the drum. And that drummer Same was like, thing on yeah. both songs. But, but see, it's the thing that you were complaining about earlier, and I totally agree with you. The drummers don't get songwriter credit. Now, I think oh, John shit. Bonham should have got songwriting credit for that drum style, and I think Hart should have been paying him for it. And you're absolutely yeah. right, because there's some drum beats... That you hear that don't sound generic because a lot of times drummers and our they and, write parts. You guys yeah. write parts, but it's no not, one ever talks about that. And you're you, you just brought that up. Freaking, it wasn't like I was publishing rights planning on going That's on bullshit. that. You don't. But get we never rights. get credit for any of the drum parts we ever fucking write, and we never get I mean, credit fuck for performance being royalties. Part, get the goddamn uh, part of the publishing. Yeah, because a lot of a times there are drummers that are writing musical parts that are drum parts that aren't just keeping the goddamn time so that the bass player can lay down the groove and then everybody could keep on that foundation there are drummers that are actual fucking not just timekeepers but are literal musicians in the fucking band and we never get the fucking credit for that ever yeah i mean some it depends on the band and how how things of are. Of course, operated. the fanboys yeah. they everybody knows John Bonham, Neil Peart, and everybody and and, and the drummer of uh, of um what you call it um Stuart shit. Copeland, the police, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then even uh, Tool, yeah. What's his name? The drummer oh, I don't know of Tool. Oh, name. shit! Now now it's, I'm dr- yeah. now I have a brain fart, but er, the the audience gets it. The point is, everybody that are fans they know the drummers. 
But the drummers, a lot of times, they don't get those writing credits. They don't get the same amount of credit yeah. as as the person that, you know, is, so what? You're the, 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 the one that wrote the lyrics and you're the songwriter. A lot of times, the drummers are contributing to the arrangement of the song. And, and no one ever fucking says that. Well, anyways, I did have a little bit left as far as that goes with the heart thing mm-hmm. with Led Zeppelin. I totally think Hart completely ripped off Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and here's the funny thing. Hart did about a year or two ago, they did this thing where they do Stairway to Heaven in front of this, the members of Led Zeppelin, which I thought was kind of everybody else were crying and thought it was so great. <laughs> I thought it was just kind of contrived personally. But the thing was, is Hart, when they got rid of their original rhythm section, uh-huh. they had a new bass player came in, come in. Uh-huh. And that was in 1981 or 82. And the, guys, um, the guy played in a band called Spirit. All right. And Spirit toured with Led Zeppelin. And um, there was, I don't know if you heard about the whole lawsuit that went on for a couple of years. Um the main guys in Spirit are both dead. The, there's a they had a ball drummer and then a guy named Randy California that played guitar. You're not talking about the lawsuit where they were trying to sue for Stairway to Heaven. Yes, right? that you've heard of that. Yes, of course, that's pretty <laughs> famous. Hasn't? Yeah. Well, you know, and they finally beat that. If they got away with stealing the riff. <laughs> and here, the, well, the thing was, the guy that wrote it died the, the same way um, Jeff Buckley died. He he was in the water, but he was trying to save his son from drowning, and he drowned himself. Um, Mysterious uh, Randy circumstances. Yeah, he, his name was Randy <laughs> California because Jimi Hendrix had a band with Randy California and Randy F- uh, New York or something like that. He had two Randys, so he had to like. Uh, this is before Spirit, so he had Randy likes. Hendrix had to come up with a, a last name for him to remember which Randy was which. And okay. he called this guy Randy California. He was only like 15 when he was playing with Jimi Hendrix. All right. Well, he got the band Spirit going. They already had a couple albums out, and then Zeppelin was one of their opening acts. No one knew who the fuck Zeppelin was. They were the first album I don't even think came out. But yes, Paige, like. Hence the name. They said they, they were going to sink like a Led yeah, Zeppelin. Well, you exactly. Know. And, and, I re- if you read Hammer of the Gods, but uh-huh. the story of Led Zeppelin, like uh, uh, Robert Plant's favorite band was Spirit, okay. and uh, they toured with Spirit, and apparently P- Jimmy Page got the uh, stole the intro for a song called Tourist. Now I was uh-huh. listening to a Spirit album on YouTube about three or four years ago, right before the lawsuit, and I heard this one song. I was like, this sounds like something else, exactly like something else. Okay. But what is it? And it turned out to be fucking Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, of course. And the lawsuit was within six months of me <laughs> getting all baked out on the weed, listening to yeah, this fucking song. Yeah, but it's song. no mystery. It's obvious. You know, but, they gotta, a, but you don't get knighted for nothing. When you get knighted, you have power. Now, here's another tie-in. <laughs> now right? you're playing with power. Okay, here's the tie-in that, 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 Wait most, a minute. that I, most people don't has talk any, about. Has anybody from Led Zeppelin got knighted, or, or am I talking shit? Probably. Because I thought I don't know. Well, I, I know the people from the you Beatles. Know, well, yeah, you know. Paul McCartney did. Yeah, he. And got I think Elton John did too, but I don't really yeah. know. So well, I, anyways, I, I, I misspoke. I, yeah, you know, I'm saying I'm I'm just assuming that people from Led Zeppelin got knighted, but maybe they didn't. So and anyways, if, if they didn't. Yeah, they deserve to. So. <laughs> yeah, I want to get knighted. Fuck- <laughs> we should get knighted right the fuck now. <laughs> But anyways, um, oh, back to that. Right. I got, I got another. I've got a. Uh, let's. We've got a triangle. We got the first two parts done. There was the last part yeah, to the story. Okay. Right. Anyways, so when Hart 
kicked out their original rhythm section because they called them fat in an interview. They were mm-hmm. saying that Ann Wilson needed to go on a diet oh, or something. So shit. She, got, she fired Why the are they always fucking with the woman? Thick yeah, I don't, bitches. You know? I don't know. I, don't, I, I like that thick was the, women. That was I what I heard. Have. But that's what I heard. God anyways, damn. Anyway, so what? They um, have to have some meat on the bone. And she still wasn't that big back then either. This is none of them were. The, well, no, she got big later on though. But I'm just saying, I'm just trying to know. say, like in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, they they were attracted or they were trying to promote toothpick bitches. Oh yeah. Like that. It's like you you want me to be attracted to a skeleton with a just because she has a cute face and I'm supposed to be attracted to that. I was like, I, yeah, I never really got that either. I, I want to have a nice I big ass. I never, you know, and, and then when I was a kid, I was like attracted to thick girls yeah, and and I they would too. tell me, "Why why do you like her? She's fat." And I'd be looking at People that I got saying, that too. And, and I'm like, what All do you mean? All the other guys were like, I want big tits. It's like, yeah. I want the nice butt. I was you like, can have she's not fucking <laughs> fat. What the fuck are you talking about? That is not fat. That's voluptuous. But you know, we've the, yeah. society's caught up to our those yeah. tastes. Yeah, I so guess. anyways, heart. <laughs> we were got, ahead of our yeah. time. Yeah, like, exactly. Big Both tits in that, and on that big realm. asses. But anyways, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah, I, I can't so deny funny, that has, shit. None of the girls in the video have big butts except the girl at the starting of the yeah, video. They the have t- sometimes the opposite, an inverted ass. It looks like it's <laughs> concave. And you're like, what the fuck? It's like I mean, a shark took a bite of the ass before yeah, we got here? Yeah, what's going on, mister? Yeah, anyway, Ms. go yeah, on. Yeah, with the, <laughs> you know, baby got back. Well, yeah, one of them does. The rest don't. <laughs> When their girls are talking about the girl at the starting, you're like, oh my God, look at that big butt. It's so, so, anyways, so round. It's so disgusting. This guy, they get heart audition. <laughs> they finally get their new bass player. Okay. Yeah. And he's a, um, I'm totally having a mind blank on his name. <laughs> my he brain was in, fart. He was in Spirit. He, and, and in between Spirit and Heart, he was in a band that was popular in the 70s called Firefall. Okay. And um, he played bass and heart. And. The weird thing is, is Hart were notorious for their Led Zeppelin like influence. Like they used to yeah. do, yeah, um, you know, that. the whole Stairway to Heaven thing. I can and, hear that. But yeah. even the drummer had the same dimensions as John Paul, uh, uh, John Bonham and his drum kit. No. He had the gong in the same spot, yeah. the rack tom right here, the giant 26-inch bass drum. And then, of course, they went and ripped off, you know, Achilles' last stand and appropriated it into Barracuda. But if I may say, when I was trying to say that that drummers assimilate other drummers like dimensions influence, of the drum kits influences sometimes. like that dude definitely like anybody else you know that was one of his influences but he definitely he, he had his own flavor when he played played for heart is all the I'm thing with say. heart though is they were pretty shameless the first year they were touring if you watch a, a concert video from 76 mm-hmm. the guitar player is using a bow the guy, I mean, they're doing all this. <laughs> yeah, like, you're Zeppelin trying to say stuff. they were like obviously outright. They were shameless. What's with this it? new yeah. band? There's a brand new band that those kids. Off. I know who you're talking about. I don't yeah, like them. what uh, are they? Oh, this guy. They're not like, worth mentioning. <laughs> they are. We should talk about that. Because <laughs> no. now you're going from like the past all the way to the future. No, but I want to finish the story about bands Spirit. Tra- anyways, okay, go on. So basically, what happened was the guy joins Heart, and his band is suing Zeppelin. For fucking uh, Stairway to Heaven. Okay. And I'm wondering, he played in Hart for like 10 fucking years. And Hart loves to do Stairway to Heaven. Now, uh-huh. did he have to do Stairway to Heaven knowing that his band wrote the intro and cringing throughout the intro when they play, when he played for Hart? 
because I'm sure they probably did it in concert a few times when he was the bass player. He quit in like 92 or something like that. But you have to assume Uh in that time period, they had to have done Stairway to Heaven on stage. And since he was in the the band that wrote the song that was ripped off for that, I want to interview this guy before he dies. There's only two members of Spirit left alive. The other three are dead. You know, and that's a great... That, this that's, guy has long blonde hair. He still looks good. He's like set in his 70s. He looks a lot better than Robert Plant. He, I mean, he doesn't have well, the wrinkles Robert in his Plant face. Robert Plant doesn't look he's too a, bad. He's, he's, well, yeah, he looks okay for 100. <laughs> <laughs> that's mean, but, uh, you know. But no, this guy, uh, I just can't remember his name, but he, like I said, he's, he was the bass player in Heart for a while, and, okay. and it's so weird that no people don't... And how old of, did you say he was? It's probably in his seventies. I'd have to imagine, and he's, and he's aged well. Is the point? Because I mean, Spirit's first album came out in sixty seven, sixty eight, and when he was in Heart, they he was like the best looking guy in the band. When you see them yeah. with all the big crazy You're hairdos, saying, yeah. you see the one blonde guy that looks better than the rest of the band. He's mm-hmm. prettier than the girls. Actually, that's him. <laughs> all right, stop. Collaborate <laughs> and listen. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, that's see. Them. So some things never fucking change. Well, the, all they did you know, was listen to a bunch of Zeppelin and appropriate them. I don't think that's very uh, admirable. It's better the, than being in a boy band, but still. Yeah, but what I'm exactly what I'm trying to say is like the, you know, it it, it same as it ever was. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. where is this house? Who is this wife? Who is this? You know, house very much the same in their case. Water flowing under it. It's always yeah. same as it ever was. History but repeats. If itself. you have a fucking great formula, somebody's gonna take it and rebrand it. And it and Led Zeppelin, you know, I guess that their karma is Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah, I I listened to and, a and bunch of their songs. Plant, I was not. You impressed. know, Robert Plant. He kind of cringes at, when they interview him, and then when they ask him about the lead singer of. Greta Van Fleet, he's like, oh yeah, he's. I think he's all right, but I do think that he he has a, a very specific sound. I'm not gonna say what that is, subliminal me, but yeah. you know, <laughs> that's funny. They asked him about that, but it I still happens. need to watch that Lars thing with fucking uh, Wes Claypool. Oh, I still haven't, haven't got that yet. Yeah. That's Where he's like dragging the waters, yeah, and he the wants podcast, to get Led Claypool to finally admit and say, I'm a great "You're drummer. a good drummer," you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Lou Reed didn't die, he could say you were a great drummer. I mean, he did good drums on that album. At least. When did Lou Reed die? 2013. Man, it's been wow. a while already. It's been a yeah, while. Time goes by fast. And when did they record that album? In 2000. 2000- Eleven, it came out. It was probably recorded in 2010, and they didn't tour for it, but they did a couple of uh, concerts in Europe when, you know, that were filmed. And um, I, I, I love the album. I'm like I said, I'm one of five people that loves it. Yeah, I started, <laughs> I started listening to it. You know, it's um, well, the thing was, I wasn't that keen on it the first time I heard it, and then the second time I was like, well, there is something there. I'm a big Lou Reed fan to start with. But then the third time, I was like, "Oh yeah, this album I'm be listening to over and over again. I'm gonna be this is gonna you know gonna be one of those albums I'll go back to." That knows Veratu on uh, on the the island of of Doctor Moreau. Moreau. Yeah. That shit that it's hit crazy. me. I was like, "God damn!" Yeah, man. And he doesn't. 
He, he, it's he's like so intense. Yeah, he, he has these stop. like moments of genius that he just spits out sporadically. It's amazing. Oh, and all the metalheads hated it too. They want they were giving yeah. him death because they can't over that they shit. can't like, appreciate that. No, shit. they and that's the thing is James Hatfield is a very lyrical person. He reads uh-huh. a lot, so mm-hmm. he he's probably you know, and that's he gets why off they, on the Lou Reed thing. You know? That's why they you know collaborated. I am the table. Like that's why they collaborated going, the in the, in the yeah. first place. And, and well, he either was that or just hoping that you guys would fucking get it he was like yeah i'm trying to open your mind up to something more than just this and and you know what's funny I used, to, I used to go on the comment section of youtube and i would bitch to these people that were talking about how bad the album was they accused me of being lars so now death metal douglas becomes lars ulrich <laughs> hey yeah what's up man i'm gonna come to your house and, and, and take your computer away man <laughs> and i'm gonna get les claypool to admit that i'm a good drummer, drummer. but how did that ha- happen rewind say that no, again I was, jesus I was, christ i was like going on a couple different um you know videos of lulu and a couple different things mm-hmm. and um I was the only person that like liked the album. It seemed like like everybody was just trashing it. Even Lou Reed fans were like, "Yeah, this sucks." And um, you know, the Metallica fans like nobody stood up for the fucking album. And Uh you know, if it was a piece of garbage, I would have been like, "Okay, you guys are right. This thing sucks." There's a guy on my new Facebook post. He goes through the ten worst albums of the last of since the millennium started. I got and, a bad um, taste in my mouth when I listened to that dude. I was like, man, you are way too judgmental. Oh, you're me. talking about you watched some of that. Of course I did. Yeah, he's a nerd. <laughs> but yeah, he had, he was going yeah. through like the whole but he's history. Brutal. He's fucking oh, yeah. brutal. Like, Cor- but you know the you number know? one album was that was fucking Corey Haim. <laughs> yeah, who's the guy? No, that's Corey doing Feldman. That, the guy that, the actor. that's doing the review. What's that guy's name? Ooh, I don't have it on me, but oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, well, we you posted it. it. I thought you yeah. didn't know his name, but anyway, no, I was I, like, uh, yeah. Man, this guy's the needle brutal. drop is his is his thing. It's yeah. called the needle drop. Okay. And the fir- I found out about him first. He gave Lou Reed's Lulu review. He could. I couldn't tell whether he liked it or not. He, you know what? He, I he thought- went on the bad points and the good points, but he never gave like a full. I, that was so long ago, but he seemed to appreciate it in a way that all these other assholes could. Well, you know, I got a fucking open mind, and whenever you post something, you know, I'll if I, you know, I'm I'll click on it and I'll give it to the attention. But anyway, I was listening to this dude, and the first thing that popped in my mind because He's naughty he was, as fuck. No, I get that, but yeah. <laughs> But the point was, he was so judgmental. I'm thinking in, in the back of my mind, is this motherfucker a musician? Or is he just some fuck who just nerd. listens to music He's and then he judges? It's like, you, you're Probably saying... Probably the latter. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, like, you wouldn't be as harsh as you are if you actually had a craft. If you actually knew what it was to be a creator and what it takes to get in a room or fucking create something or put something together. I'm not I'm like not trying to say that he's, you know, he's bullshit. Yeah, maybe a, he was on about some of the things he was saying. I'm just saying that as ruthless as this motherfucker is, he doesn't sound like he's a musician. He's just some fucking outsider that wants to judge us. So that's where I draw the line. Like, I'll listen to a musician that has something to say like about... Me. <laughs> exactly. That's, I should do videos like that's that. That's why you're on the show, bands. for the love of God. But, like, somebody like him that doesn't... Play an instrument? I I mean I don't know if he that probably he does. doesn't. I don't. I get but I get the feeling me, you're probably correct about that. that. I'm thinking this yeah. guy doesn't know what it takes 
at all to be a musician. And then he's like over, over harshly judging shit. It's like some things were on, but some things were like way overboard. That's all I'm trying. And and I could not. I barely got through the whole thing. I, I wouldn't be able to say that cities, unless yeah. that I listen to the whole thing and that that's my take on that i just think it's funny that he ended up with an album i saw him do a review on a long time mm-hmm. ago the Corey feldman thing yeah. and you know Corey feldman's in hot water with the whole pedophile hollywood thing so well not that whole thing is exploding or maybe he's already thing, done with it well the whole thing is he he tried to expose this whole hollywood pedophile ring before anybody was willing to accept it or believe it, yeah, and and every no one took him serious, and everybody's like, hey, at oh, least he's still alive. He's just a fucking crazy kook. Yeah, and it's good that he's well, still yeah, alive. I mean, you have to say like you're a crazy kook so you don't get a bullet in your head, I guess. Yeah. Well, the point is that now everybody sees that he wasn't a crazy kook and that he was actually telling the correct. truth. He was the I whole he was fucking time, but no one took him seriously. So. I took him seriously, but at the same time, that music he puts out is hard to take seriously. Oh. I think Mr. Needledrop was right about some of that stuff. I listened oh. to some of that well, album. And I was like, oh a, my a God. A three-year-old that would <laughs> listen to that would actually give the same review because, of course, Corey was never supposed to be That being said, if musician. he was outside that door right there, right? I would let him in, and I would be like, okay, oh, here's shit. a guitar. Let's that see what would, you can do. No. I'd be thinking that would be a great show. You know, even though... I mean, you know, he's Even not if a everybody hates his album, it would we could still be, the, be we could great. be the guys that played with the guy whose album yeah, everybody I, hates. Yeah, of the course, crazy. I'd be, that would be a trophy <laughs> part of my fucking. Yeah, at least we'd thing. have something uh, to draw I an audience with. I jammed with Corey with. Feldman. The, is he a real musician? Little, no, but I still jammed with him. It was awesome. <laughs> I jammed with Steven Seagal, man. He had his ponytail wagging around with his Les Paul, trying to. He thought he was Joe Bosnama, and he threw a few karate chops, and I ducked him. You know, it was it was fatter than me, and you know. But he's that that Les Paul, you know, he, that that fucking, you know, that four thousand. I never Les saw Paul. his eyeballs because he squints like indefinitely. But hey, it was a great, <laughs> it was a great session. <laughs> I that one movie we did with that ex Roseanne Barr guy, uh, Tom Arnold. What was it? Anger management or anger something? Oh shit! It had DMX the rapper in it too? I think. What you really want? That was pretty was funny. That DMX. I don't know. I don't want to dead air on on that movie for too long. I don't want to go, yeah, too <laughs> yeah. far into that. But um, yeah, it's gonna give it to you. I know that for sure. It's on a- fucking, anger, I thought <laughs> anger management. That's like Adam Sandler or something. Um, with uh, with fucking, and I saw part of that too. That was a cringy movie with with Jack Nicholson. But uh, you know, it's almost yeah. But <laughs> Deadpool. I don't know if you saw that movie with, and you mentioned, you know, I oh, I think I have, but. I only remember it once we turned it's the mic off. It's going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that, I guess we'll yeah, I wrap think this up. We is done. We yep. is officially done.